What's up, beautiful? And welcome to Relationship Badass, the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and I'm here every single week to bring you juicy episodes that are loaded with tips, tricks, ideas, powerful mindset shifts, and all the things related to helping you have empowering, sexy, thriving, deep relationships. So buckle up, grab yourself a glass of tea, wine, bubbles, and get cozy as we dive into this week's episode. Mm, Hello there, and thank you for being here with me. What's up, beautiful badasses? My name is Nikki Sunshine, and this is another episode of the Relationship Badass Podcast. Mm, This episode is going to be released the day after Christmas, so I hope that this Christmas you are able to remain grounded and present with those you chose to spend your holiday with. If you found it really challenging to stay grounded and present with those people you spent your holiday with, I invite you to go check out my last episode called Tips for Transmuting Family Drama. Now, today I have a very juicy and much requested episode from you all. I will be talking with the Molly Curtis once again. She is a second time guest on the podcast here. And today we are diving into a conversation around divine masculine and divine feminine energies. So... I'll give you a little more context there, but first I would like to start out today with some gratitude as always. And so in this moment right here, I really want to thank someone that has changed my life so deeply. And um, this person has changed my life from afar. I've actually never met them. Um, But the impact they've had in my own personal healing and growth has been immeasurable. And I have used so many of the teachings from this brilliant human being in the way I work with my clients. And now, even furthermore, I became really clear on what my next training is going to be and this is the man who introduced me to this modality in the first place so he is just so present in my sphere right now that I have to thank Mr. Anthony Robbins. Some of you may know him as Tony Robbins. Um, I just have to shout out this man who spends so much time creating content and putting out messages and Uh, materials that change so many fucking lives and like he's changed my life in such a massive way and he's never even met me it's so incredible um so thank you tony for challenging me in the exact way i needed you to two years ago 
and continuing to infuse my life with wisdom, with, with grace, with inspiration. Thank you, Tony Robbins. Now, um, as you guys know, I have a 12-week group program called You, Me, and the We that is launching the week of January 7th. It is filling up, so if you want to join me there, you know what to do. Send me an email, reach out to me on Instagram. I am doing this incredible program that is centered around self-sovereignty and relational mastery with the Molly Curtis, who you will hear in this episode. Um, We also have some really delicious gifts we are giving to you guys, so stay tuned to the end of this episode to receive access to these these free gifts. All right, so today in this conversation with Molly, we are diving into masculine and feminine energies, also known as the yin and the yang, and how these energies are actually present and play into our everyday lives. We're going to talk about the core masculine desire and the core feminine desire. And then how the needs for these desires show up when we enter relationship, right? Um, We're going to talk about the key safety is the key for the feminine, why this is and how this shows up. I found this really interesting. Um, Molly talks about the many different expressions of love. I found this really quite surprising and interesting. I think you will too. Um, We go through what a balanced manifestation of feminine looks like versus an imbalanced manifestation of the feminine. Um, And the best part is Molly will leave you with a very clear practice for you if you are wanting to call in and embody more of that divine feminine. And she will also leave you with a practice that you can do right now at home if you are trying to embody and call in more of your divine masculine. And most importantly, we talk about these energies and how they show up in the context of relationship and how they can cause challenges in relationship and how we can utilize our understanding of these energies to create delicious polarity in relationship. Mm, This one's so good, y'all. So get cozy, grab a pen. You're going to want to jot down some of these juicy nuggets and enjoy this conversation on the divine feminine and divine masculine energies. I am sitting down today with one of my favorite humans on the planet. Some of you know her from an previous episode. Some of you know her from my Instagram stories or just personal stories from my life. Her name is Molly Curtis and she is in the house with me today. Hello, Molly. (laughs) Hello, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me here again. Love Mm, me. So fun. You are the... You are the third guest to return for a second time. So thanks for coming back. I'm so honored to have you again. Mm -hmm. Thanks. I feel so grateful and like sweet, sweet bows to you and all of your work, your hard work Mm -hmm. that you do to constantly Mm -hmm. serve people um, at no cost to them. So Mm -hmm. I'm bowing to you for 
all the work that goes into this and mm -hmm. um I feel very welcome I feel very very honored so thank yay you. oh I'm glad you can feel the the welcoming energy that is here for you <laughs> <laughs> so Molly before we dive into this encompassing and delicious conversation around the divine masculine and the divine feminine I would love for you to sort of introduce yourself to any listeners who are here who maybe are just encountering your beautiful self for the very first time Mm, all right. Well, thank you, Nikki. I'm happy to introduce myself. Um, my name is Molly, and I have a love affair with conscious communication and conscious relationship, um, as well as expanding the capacity in our bodies, our physical system, to actually live within sensation um, so that we can up-level our pleasure, up-level our lives in a reflection of that immediate pleasure that's happening in the body. Um, all the like very material like human things are that I have a bachelor's in communication. I have many different yoga trainings, uh, primarily centered around um, Shakti energy, so the feminine energy uh, and how that lives through the seasons. I've trained under acupuncturists, herbalists, um, healers of many kinds, alchemists, yoga teachers native teachers um and just you know have had a privilege to work under some of the most incredible teachers in the world and uh -huh. um, for the last two years have been in deep study of tantric and taoist relational alchemy um so how to really drop into levels of intimacy and authenticity that are totally multi-dimensional so cosmic like such in honor of the divinity and of the human that we all are um and i have the privilege and pleasure of studying under some of the greatest teachers in that field and will be studying for the next year and a half to maybe two years with the amazing layla martin so, yay so layla yeah if you haven't encountered her work yet um i'm so humbled to be a part of it and like highly encouraged any of your listeners that are intrigued by anything that I just said to, you know, come hang out with me and also go like watch, listen to read Layla's work as well. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Molly. Yeah. I've been blessed to experience just little slivers of reflections of the teachings you've learned from Layla just in connecting with you. And so I'm, over here just like yay Layla <laughs> and um, just excited to continue to watch that unfold um, yeah yeah thank you so much for sharing all of that Molly and um, I I just love that every time I tap in with you and check in of like how would you describe yourself today the the journey is just ever evolving and constantly shifting and I, I love that like every time we check in, which is literally sometimes one day after the other. It's always a present moment, true experience. And I really appreciate that about you. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. I feel really seen in that. And mm. that is something that I, it, it's actually a very intimate and deep part of my practice. Mm. That each day, each moment, there is a depth 
of a version of ourselves and a rising and a rebirth of a version of ourselves. Mm. And so to honor those cycles with grief and celebration um, is a huge essence of this work. It's a huge, huge nexus point of this work. So thank you so much for seeing that. and my prayer for everyone is that they begin to honor the dynamism of their own truth uh, and not grip so hard to what they see as like a static identity um, but really allow their own evolution and their own unfolding um, Mm. as alive as a heartbeat (sighs) what a beautiful invitation So to sort of transition here right into today's conversation topic, um, listeners, just to give you a little context, we're going to be unpacking these ideas of the divine masculine and the divine feminine a bit here. And then um, we will sort of tie that into relationships um, and how that shows up in, in actual earthly relationships here with other people. So Uh, Stay tuned and also stay tuned to the end because Molly and I are sharing a really special, delicious, yummy little, oh, we actually have two. That's right. All right, guys, you got to stay tuned until the end because we have two incredible gifts for you guys and you're only going to get them if you stay tuned till the end. (laughs) So hold that seed in your pocket. And to open up this conversation um, for you and me and the listeners here, Molly, I would love if you could um, share from your understanding, what is divine masculine? What is divine feminine? It's kind of mm. some context here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Nikki. Um, this is a subject that I've spent the last five years with. So this is, I'm prefacing this with, um, I'm this entire podcast we're gonna stay very concise and we're gonna stay um yeah concise is a good word we're not gonna go too deep into all of these subjects just because it's a lifetime of work um and we want to keep it short so um what i find really important to preface this entire conversation with beyond the conciseness um or the concisity i don't know what the word is but <laughs> um beyond that is that yeah, it's one of them. Um, maybe, maybe it's neither. Maybe it's something else. We make um, up words a lot. Um, yeah, and so, so beyond staying concise, um, I want this conversation to allow everybody's body to soften a little bit and become receptive to just what might be a different lexicon um, or a different vocabulary for describing something that a lot of people engage and interact with and begin to understand. Um, but from very different perspectives and vocabularies. And in this body of work, from the perspective that I see the world, masculine and feminine are the words that I use to describe two ends of a polarity spectrum, a polarity field. Um, They have nothing to do with gender. Uh, Yes. There are a lot of people who align with their self-appointed genders or their society appointed genders, excuse me. And there are a lot of people who don't. And I just want to honor and see up front um, all of the people who were born in a body that doesn't align with what they feel in their inner essence. And I want to honor you and see you as best as I can see you um, from the privileged perspective of having landed in a female body and also 
having a feminine essence. Yes. So um, that's just my like small caveat. Thank and you. then we'll move further into the discussion. So masculine and feminine, right? Yes. These are not like men and women. They're not like patriarchy and matriarchy. Yeah. They are primordial, clear energies. So they are the things that alchemized together to create an entire universe. So yes, that's my sweet sensitivity as best as I can to speak to the fact that this is not about men and women. This is about um, some very ancient energies that work together and alchemize together to co-create the universe. Um, so masculine and feminine refer to uh, energetics. So a lot of us know the terms yin and yang. A lot of us understand the terms right brain, left brain. A lot of us understand the terms linear versus creative. Um, and this is uh, what we can speak to. Like these can be very much analogous um, with the masculine and feminine lexicon. Um, so the feminine, right? This is where the heart of my work lies. So I could mm. talk about it forever, but it's yes. that... It's that creativity, it's the mm. overflowing juice, the love, the sensuality, the like feeling mm. senses and always wanting more, more, more. Drape me in gold and feed me grapes, put me on a throne mm. and allow me to be here in this sensory experience, regardless of whether it's chaotic or painful or grief filled or joyous or ecstatic or pleasurable, like that is the dance, right? It's the dance. She's the song and dance of the whole universe. So yes. the birth, the death, and the cycling, right? Yes. Um, and then the masculine is like, shoo, and if you guys could see my body right now, I got really angular, okay? Mm. So it's that very angular, very structural, structured expression so it's the container in which it all occurs mm -hmm. as well as the deepest seat of consciousness mm. it's that zero point field wherein the nothingness and the freedom exist and mm. in that pool of consciousness is like a very pointed focus a one-way going that direction and that is all i understand right now it's linear there's it's not the curved lines of the feminine right the curved hourglass body of the woman it's the linear triangular mm. body right it's that it's that strength that hard that hard body right mm -hmm. um, and the structure and the reliability and um, it's the safety, it's the safe container in which the unfolding of chaos, in which the dance of chaos and femininity can occur. Mm. <laughs> Just hearing that I noticed that last piece where you said it's the, it's the container where the dance of the femininity can occur and just noticed in my own body like a softening or a, a ease um mm. when you said that mm, that's so beautiful mm. Nikki. thank you mm. for sharing that because that's 
that's that lived experience. Mm. You're so right. Yes. Okay. So something I want to reflect, um, based on what you just shared, a couple of things that came up. So one is I'm just seeing this image, which I just want to share for the listener, for you. Um, that feels really good for me that you just brought up is like the triangle as the masculine. Mm. And then I saw this, like almost like this figure eight shape as the feminine. Um, mm. So I'm just going to speak that into the space. Now, here's something you shared that I just want to kind of hone in on because when you, I believe you're actually the one who taught this to me, Molly. And when you did, it changed my life because it gave me so much space and permission for myself. So Mm -hmm. I just want to extract and reflect the piece where you said the feminine always wants more, 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 more. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Just for a moment, can we just put... What would that look like on earth? <laughs> okay. So um I'll I'll answer both sides of it if that's all right with you. I'll I'll speak to the core desire of the ma- masculine as well. Okay, um, that would be great. Yeah, I would love that. This is perfect. Thank you. Okay. So um there was one moment, there was a time in my journey where I was like, I'm never going to buy clothes again. Like, I'm going to become a minimalist. This is going to be the greatest thing ever. Like, <laughs> I, I don't need anything. Like, my, until my clothes literally fall off of my body, I will never buy clothes again. <laughs> I remember moments in this phase, Molly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, this was, I mean, this is, this was even like, I'm sure it showed up in many different ways, but this particular moment was like probably about five or six, six years ago, even seven years ago. Okay. And, gotcha. I maybe saw glimpses. <laughs> yeah. Like just probably pulsations of that trying to come back to life. And so, um, I was walking out of a yoga class and I overheard this female yoga teacher, feminine identifying yoga teacher say, and she was talking to somebody else. I just overheard this. She was like, the goddess loves to be adorned and that's okay. And mm-hmm. that was a moment where something, that that permission, that was probably my first visceral moment of that same permission being activated in my own body. Mm. There's something that was like gripping onto this very masculine ideal, which is nothing, right? It's yes. minimalism. Yes. That was, there was something in me that was gripping onto that as like, oh, this is ideal. This is what I should do. This is what's right as a spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Um, that got to release and drain out of my system in that moment because mm-hmm. I was given permission as an embodied, I was a woman working to embody the divinity of Shakti, of goddess energy yes. to adorn myself, right? Mm-hmm. And to like, really just adorn my body and for some people that doesn't look like a lot of clothes and jewelry maybe it just looks like anointing oils and beautiful smelling Mm. things and self-care rituals of taking your time in the shower and taking your time after your shower to massage your body down Mm. but like in a very much more material sense it can literally explain why so many feminine essence people have a room full of trinkets like For some people, those trinkets are like silly little, like, or what I call silly, right? I'm so happy you're naming this. Yes. (laughs) Right? Like little like costume jewelry and all kinds of things like that. And then for other people, they're like, why do you have Molly? Like, what are you doing with like 50 feathers and a bunch of animal (laughs) and crystals and like 
all that weird stuff in your room. And I'm like, it's all so essential. Every yes. single piece is important. <laughs> and like, and like, why is your cabinet full of 50 different superfoods? Like Molly, you don't need all of those. You just need some of them. No, I need all of them. Like Everyone. I need them. <laughs> And I need more. I need all of these and more. (laughs) Yes, yes. Right? Um, Because the feminine, the feminine essence being just wants more love. Mm. Like, she has this river of love. The feminine essence is that river of love, is the movement of love through Mm. beingnesses, through life forms. And anything that reflects or mirrors or amplifies that love within her system is what she wants. She wants more sex. She wants more kisses. She wants more hugs. She wants more More attention. Mm -hmm. She wants more date nights. She wants more pieces of jewelry from her favorite artist. She wants the most beautiful smoothie packed with like 40 ingredients. (laughs) Right? Molly, literally, I make my smoothie in the morning and I put like 17 things in it. And then Warren makes his and he puts one heaping scoop of his chocolate dude protein powder. And he's like, I'm good. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm literally like, collagen, hemp protein, um, mushrooms, um, this, that, like beauty formula, like all of the things. <laughs> yes, right. And he looks and he's like, ew, like why would you, like we don't even make smoothies together. Cause he's like, I don't want all that crap in my smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, this is a, so essential. <laughs> and you're like, let me use the blender first, then. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love this so much, Molly, because I, I, I imagine there might be. I'm basically projecting because I used to really. I can really relate some some of the things you said, like just growing up in a culture that is is so heavily masculine, I would say mm-hmm. at least like the area of the world where I grew up, um, you know, feeling like, why do I need these things? Like, I'm just being ridiculous. Like, I don't need all of these things. I don't need all these different clothes. I don't need, you know, kind of that mentality of like, this should be simplified. I'm being too much. And in this moment, I'm just noticing how much of a masculine idea that is and like for me how easily adapted it almost was growing up in the culture I grew up in Mm, yes yes and without going too deep into the complexities of it that is very true and I'm not standing on here promoting materialist fast fashion culture like there's a there's a space of healthy magnetism of the feminine where she pulls in really what's in alignment with her soul and what is going to promote that river of love flowing through. And then there's the space of imbalance and overcompensation Mm. wherein it's actually coming for reasons like external validation of like, Mm. Oh, I want everybody to think I'm beautiful. So I need every beautiful piece of clothing and every like, rather than like, Oh my God, this piece of clothing makes me feel like the queen that I am. So there's nuance to it and I won't get too deep into that. Um, yeah. And just like caveating once again, that this is not like me being like, okay, just go buy everything, play into consumer culture. Like, you right, know? right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, if you feel comfortable, maybe we could even just hang out here for a moment. Um, because I, what I hear you sort of recognizing is like the two sides 
of this or, or the two ends of the spectrum, I would almost say. Um, so we're kind of using the words balanced and imbalanced in this moment. But um, so, yeah, could you, I know that, you know, most of your work orients towards the feminine. Um, I know this is what you've been studying for a long time. So in, in regards to the feminine specifically, could you talk about or illustrate sort of a balanced manifestation versus an imbalanced manifestation as you see it? Yeah, this is a beautiful question. And I'll just preface it by saying, right, like uh, one metaphor that I think is really effective when thinking of the feminine and masculine energies melding together to create a reality is a tapestry, right? It has horizontal Mm. threads and it has vertical threads. Mm. Um, So let's imagine in this moment that the horizontal threads are the feminine threads and the the vertical threads are the masculine threads and the point of me calling this into our awareness is that there are so many expressions and threads of shakti threads of the feminine yes and there are so many individual expressions of the masculine of shiva um and every single one of these threads has a spectrum from completely distorted all the way up to fully divinized to Mm. divine right Mm. so we'll just pull one thread and highlight it um perfect okay thank you for that context yeah i feel it's very important um so we'll pull on uh this like kind of abundance archetype this lakshmi archetype Um, that we've been that we've been sort of playing into in this last like few minutes of this conversation yes um and so if we pull on that thread and we look at the imbalanced version of her the like distorted version of her Mm -hmm. it's it's there's something missing inside of me and my sense of personal value and self-worth is fully lost so I need to magnetize and pull into my life every single thing that makes me look from the outside like I'm extraordinarily valuable. So I need a big house. I need 15 cars. I need the most beautiful wardrobe, um, et cetera, et cetera, only because there's this hole inside of me. Okay. Now flip that on its head and the divinized expression of that could have all of those same things, could have the 15 cars, could have the beautiful big house, could have the incredible wardrobe. But the reason she has them is because of a center polarity, a center pole inside of her body that is validated internally, that Mm -hmm. lives in its worth, that lives in its value, that embodies the life of abundance and what makes her feel alive in this iteration of life and expression is having beautiful cars to drive because it feels Mm. fucking sexy. It feels good. It's having an incredible wardrobe because the way the fabric feels on her skin Mm. and the way she looks at herself in the mirror is, I'm so in love with you and you look so sexy and so beautiful in Mm. this outfit rather than like, oh my God, I'm so terrified that I just am not beautiful. I don't appreciate myself. I hate my body. I'm hating on myself. Maybe these clothes will make me worthy. Exactly. Kind of. 
actually. Okay. Yep. Mm. Right. So this is like, and then (sighs) there's a whole huge journey between those, right? Most of us start somewhere on the spectrum and we're always inching our way towards a deeper expression of the divinity without demonizing the journey that it takes to get there. Right. So like honoring the moments when we hate our bodies and really feeling into that and being present with that and honoring that sense of like, logically, I know I've been taught to hate my body. Logically, I know this is consumer culture. Logically, I know all these things, but what feels real right now is that Mm. I hate my body. And like the tantric practice there would be, okay, dive into that, like move into that. Right. Pulse with that, read that, grieve that, like express that physically. What does that look like physically mm. hating your body without, of course, hurting yourself, right? Yes. Um, yes. So, so there's a journey to mm. the ever unfolding divinity, right? Because there's never going to be one point where you're like, oh, it's fully divinized. Like divinization occurs. Then we wouldn't be here, right? <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be here, and neither would, like, you know, then, like, the highest expressions of of creation would have nowhere else to go like there's right. always more there's always another infinite unfolding and un, like fractal in mm. reality yes so, so that's my way of illustrating one thread of shakti and how it shows up in its distortion and its divinity and a lot of times the path isn't linear right like we're right. gonna cycle through different pieces of that expression until we feel like we can move to the next part of the spiral right and then we learn more about how to live that inner value that inner worth Mm. yeah yeah that piece right there what I noticed when you shared that was that in this particular thread that we were using as an example when you described the the balanced versus unbalanced manifestation in the example you used the 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 outside things and circumstances were actually exactly the same mm-hmm. but it was the inner world of the mm-hmm. being that changed mm-hmm. um, so i just want to highlight that because damn and yes and to me that is just a a, a reflection of Oh yeah, my inner world. That's where <laughs> that's where the magic lives. That's where the power lives. Um, in my experience. So want to reflect that firstly. Um yeah, and then secondly, want to just extract that piece where you said, you know, honoring the nonlinear mm. dynamic nature of this journey, right? Meaning that you might have moments of of what feels like really divine um, feminine expression, mm-hmm. and that might be followed by a moment of what feels like really unbalanced feminine expression. And allowing that journey to unfold in the way it's going to unfold, um, and and loving those human moments, which you're always so wonderful at reminding us to do, Molly. So thank you. I just want to reflect <laughs> that piece of your share because it's so important. Um, so uh, now that we kind of have this idea in this container, what this looks like on earth, when maybe an example of an imbalance versus balance manifestation of, in this case, we're talking about the divine feminine. 
I want to sort of move this into, okay, so now let's talk about, like, I want to talk about the context of a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so how, how the, I am, I, I'm not exactly sure what I'm asking, but I sort of want to unpack with you. Like, how does this show up in relationship? And let's say we have two people in relationship. Let's say one person identifies with more of a masculine essence inside themselves and the other person identifies with more of a feminine essence inside themselves. How do these energies kind of play into the ways we interact? Um, yeah, I guess that's my question. Let's start there and see where that takes us. Okay. Um, we're going to keep it super simple today. And if you want to learn more about the complexities, get in touch with me directly because yes. we all are multidimensional beings. Um, but we're going to talk only about primary essences. Okay, right? great. So we're not going to talk about all the nuance that occurs within that. We're going to talk about what your primary polarity is. Okay. And how great. that interacts in a partnership where you happen to hold both polarities. There are some non-polarized relationships. Those are beautiful and valid if they work for you. Yes. But when we're working in polarity relationship, which is a masculine magnetized to a feminine being, right? Yeah. That's the context we're going to illustrate today. Thank you. <laughs> um, Thank you for setting that so clearly, Molly. Um, yeah, yeah, it's my pleasure. It's super important in this work. Um, before I go fully into that answer, yep. I'm going to set one more piece of context, right? We talked about the core desire of the feminine, which is mm-hmm. more love, more beauty, more yes. nectar, more chaos, more dance, more music. Yeah. Um, and then let's speak to the other end of the spectrum and then mm. see how those meld together, right? Because the core desire of the masculine is nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> It just geeks me out every time. It's like every time. The feminine literally is everything. Exactly. Like the feminine is everything. And the masculine, if if unadulterated, untouched, all it wants is freedom. It wants that mm-hmm. zero point field. It wants nothing. It wants the undisturbed pond the absolute inner peace of pure consciousness. It is the beings who practice like a really intense meditation practice that like the sitting still and Mm. just trying to calm your mind. That's a very masculine practice, right? Mm -hmm. Um, which is interesting because in a culture that's been primarily in a world that's been primarily masculine for the last 5,000 years, that's a huge practice that's taught in all spiritual practices, all spiritual lineages. And it's really beautiful and really valid. And just for anybody holding and looking for more polarization, it's good to know that that's a very masculine practice Um, because it's ultimately reaching and searching for that witness the consciousness the consciousness yes okay yes that's Mm -hmm. nothing right nikki you dance every day Mm -hmm. that's such a feminine practice that is a feminine 
practice that is you awakening that polarity in your system Mm -hmm. and living it through your body and allowing the music to come into harmonization with your cells and your bones and then movement chaos creation yes life the river of love that is feminine practice okay Um, yep that makes sense because it's more it's more it's more it's more it's more right Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh wow so what's really fascinating when we highlight through when we highlight these two core desires through this particular perspective and lexicon right if none of this lands with you and none of it you completely disagree that's beautiful that's fine this is the perspective and the way that i work right yes what's extraordinarily beautiful is that when you witness the profundity of what i see as the truth of the core desires being completely opposing one another Mm. And you see a masculine and feminine being enter into loving, intimate relationship with one another. Mm-hmm. There are two things that you learn. First and foremost, wow, the courage. The courage of a masculine being with a dense nervous system just can't understand the 10,000 points of input that the feminine nervous system can process in less than a second. All he knows is what's right in front of him and what's Mm. right there and interrupt his thought pattern. You're emasculating him. If you interrupt his sentence, it's emasculation of the masculine because you're literally taking him off that linear path that linear Mm. one-pointed focus expression his thought goes completely out the window his the masculine's thought goes completely out the window it's gone he's invalidated in that moment right yeah so the courage of a masculine being to engage with a being of everything is so profound and the courage Mm. of a feminine being who has everything, who understands those 10,000 points of input, who at the flip of a switch is a fully different person, a fully different being has changed all of her mind to enter into relationship with a being who desires nothing. Mm. The courage of that woman, that feminine being, maybe not woman, but that feminine essence being to enter into that relationship, the courage for both of these beings to love one another is so profound. Mm. And then we look one layer deeper, one layer deeper, and you recognize the core gift of the feminine. And the gift of the feminine is that river of love. Mm. It's that expansive Mm. radiance, that a masculine essence, when it's when it's a pure masculine essence and it's within only nothingness, only freedom, only consciousness, it does not have access to that river of love. So it needs the gift of its polarity, of its yin to its yang, to feed into it, to breathe into it, to like Mm. water its soils with that river of love. And it just receives access to something divine that it wouldn't know on its own and then the core gift of the masculine right Mm. is that 
unwavering penetrative consciousness beam of light that sweetly and sometimes really strongly and hopefully sweetly and strongly together just mm. moves so deep into the core of her being that she unravels into a level of chaos that she could have never accessed on her own because she's held not only mm. by the depth and penetration of his, his consciousness is, is moving through her, but she's also held by the container and the safety and the structure that is the masculine. It is safe for her to let go and unravel and completely disintegrate into dance, into chaos. Mm. And this is where the drop of white goes into the black and the drop of black goes into the white within the yin and yang symbol, right? Mm. And without one another, they would not have access to the whole. Wow. So being in the, so let me just see if I'm getting you in this moment. Be, so as let's say me, I'm in feminine essence being, being in the presence of that truly divine masculine can actually invite me or open like open something so I can access the full depth of my divine feminine, which I couldn't access on my own because they hold, so in this example, like he holds such a container that I can unravel in such a way that I couldn't without that presence. Without the safety of the masculine, without the structure of the masculine, she has nowhere to dance. Imagine if the universe like Imagine a jar, like pouring water into a jar almost. Precisely. Okay. Like Thank you. A, a plane of existence for an entire solar system to unleash upon. Okay. It needs somewhere to be. Otherwise, it feels unsafe and it can't unravel itself. Mm. That's who she is. Oh. And beyond that, he has, he has that penetrative consciousness that one directional consciousness where he can be like okay you're feeling grief tell me more about that 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 and just completely one-pointed focus on her grief will allow that river of pain to move through her body and it will go out her heart and when it comes out her heart that is actually an expression of love it's not love is not one dimensional yes okay Yep. Love is multidimensional. Love can be anger. Love can be fear. Love can be grief. Love can be joy. Love can be ecstasy. But it's moving through the purity of the heart space. So like not, okay, yeah, I won't go too deep into this. But really it's like without him, she will only go so deep. And again, him is the masculine and she, her is the feminine. It has nothing to do with a man or a woman's body or a female or a male body. Right, right. Talking about energies here. Mm -hmm. So would you say, Molly, I kind of heard this sprinkled in some of your share and I just want to clarify this. For the feminine, is safety a key? Feeling oh, safe yeah. for her to be expressed? Fully? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just to illustrated on a cultural level right like yes. her magic feminine magic which is rhythmic earth-based creation-based life and death-based womb and bleeding based has yeah. been 
sent underground for thousands of years because it was quite literally unsafe to be a feminine being. You would be stoned, you would be burned, you'd be hung. Right. 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 It's been silenced for so long. It felt so unsafe that so many women are Mm -hmm. literally cut off from their womb intelligence and all that exists there is numbness or pain. Mm. Right. So it's a transformation of the whole geography of a female body that actually enlivens that feminine magic to come back to life again. Mm. But she needs to feel safe. The feminine needs to feel safe in order to be expressed. Mm. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that rings and resonates very true in my own body just as I listen to you right now and feel into that. and it's just so interesting to hear you say, because like you said, culturally, that feels so true. Mm-hmm. So then to apply it also in this energetic field, um, for me, it's just like, wow, that makes so much sense. Right. The culture is a mirror of the distortions within the energetic field. Wow. Can you say that one more time, Molly? So the, the cultural dynamic yes. that we see between genders is a mirror Mm. of distortions within the energetic field wow and if we think about it right from a yogic perspective out of consciousness comes the ether out of ether comes the air Mm. out of air comes the fire out of fire comes the water and out of water comes the earth so these primordial energies need to travel all the way from the ethers through many, many, many nuanced layers of density along that entire spectrum and then manifest here in the physical realm, in the material realm. Yes. So it's easy for them to become distorted. It's easy for all of these teachings to become unclear and kind of dirty and distorted and mm-hmm not in clarity so it's innocent it's easy right it's innocent it's okay it can be forgiven yes and and Mm. as beings on a road toward a an elevated consciousness we can choose to take the responsibility of clarifying these energies Mm. in our own body and then watching that clarification ripple through the communities surrounding us. Mm. What's coming up for me in this moment is a feeling of um, hopefulness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Molly. Um, I'm really appreciating that connection between our culture and the dynamics happening in the energetics of our, of our world. Um, that feels really powerful for me. Thank you. Mm, yeah, you're welcome. <sighs> I'm so happy to. Mm, yeah. That feels clear for you. Yes. Yeah. So um, as we wind down here, what's, mm-hmm. what I sort of want to, like close out with almost is so I'm imagining the listener out there and we've just given them a lot of information and (laughs) we've even shared some perhaps like earth experiences and examples that they may may be relating to um 
And so I, I sort of want to ask you, given that you have so many years of experience in this work, for someone out there who's been listening and who's like, yeah, okay, you've, you've opened my eyes a little bit. I see these energies at play and now I'm curious and I want to become more aware of these energies interacting in my own life. Um, where could someone start? Like, I, I'm imagining this is a loaded question because I'm imagining there's so much here. But if, if you can leave the listener with like, where could someone start learning more about this work, um, tapping into this work, or even something they could do at home to um, ex- like have an experience with this work? I don't know if that, mm. makes, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, as a as a person who identifies deeply with tantric embodiment, um, my, what turns me on the most about that question is asking about how somebody might experience this at mm. home. Yes. And if you are a human being mm-hmm. who desires to attract a masculine essence partner, because you feel the core of your being is highly feminine and maybe you have like cloaks of false masculinity around you of hardening of being a CEO or et cetera, et cetera. Um, My invitation would be to find some really like sensuous music that flows through you like a river and begin dancing. Um, Even Mm. if it's for two minutes a day, if it's for two hours a day or Mm. whatever that looks like. Um, mm. I find that that's a really beautiful way to enliven the creativity and the, the flow of the feminine. Yes. And if you're a being who is desiring to cultivate a bit more structure, a bit more direction, a bit more clarity, um, and like that foundational safety, that container, that penetrative consciousness, yes. um, begin with a seated meditation practice Mm. and in a culture with um highly intellectualized minds which are highly feminine minds just to give you guys a glimpse into the multi-dimensionality of human beings Mm. right um it can be tough to sit still for any amount of time and have nothing distracting us yes um so resilience in the face of practice is a beautiful thing Um, But not like making it a rigid to do because then it, for many of us, it becomes something we want to rebel against. Um, Mm. So allowing it to to be gentle and soft and forgiven, but encouraged um, is beautiful. And then if you want to like intellectually learn about some of this work, um, start reading what I write and just Mm. like, engage with me you know I'm happy to point you toward the people who have taught me I may have been doing this for five years but there have been people who have been doing this for so much longer than I have um so like yeah I'm happy to point you towards my teachers as well um and I think it would just be easiest if people reached out to me directly for that so we don't have Mm -hmm. to I mean or I'll send you some links of some people you can post in the show notes Nikki so I don't have to start listing off all the greats perfect (laughs) yeah Yeah. I'll I'll put some resources for you guys in the show notes and then I I do encourage as well if you are feeling curious you want to know more you want to dive deeper here um Molly's a great resource 
She can be a guide, a teacher for you. She has many of other guides and teachers she can direct you to. So um, yeah, I would just say reaching out to Molly is a great way to do that. Um, so yes, um, thank you for that, Molly. That's so great. So just to reflect that, um, these are literally things you can do right now in your home. Um, I love that you mentioned dance for bringing out the feminine. Um, it, I just put out a challenge to my Instagram followers, a daily dance challenge to yeah, I saw. yeah, dance every day for the rest of 2019. And so if you're hearing this and you're like, Ooh, yeah. And you want to be seen and celebrated, you can go ahead and post videos of your dance, tag me in it. And I will celebrate you and dance back with you and share with you. Yeah, tag Molly too. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you're going to join us in our daily dance challenge for the rest of 2019, go ahead and take those dancing hip swinging videos, post them on Instagram, tag me at Relationship Badass, tag Molly at Molly.moonrise, I believe. Yep. And do the hashtag daily dance challenge and we will play with you on Instagram for the rest of 2019. Um, well, quick note, there's no dot in it. It's just Molly Moonrise. Thank you. I messed that up. So it's at Molly Moonrise. No dot. Um, yay. So yay for dance. And of course, if you are someone who is trying to call in more structure and consciousness um, and stillness, as Molly shared, you can introduce a simple sitting meditation practice. Um, so, you know, I don't have a challenge going for that one, but if you want me to celebrate you there, you can post that on Instagram too. And I will celebrate you also. <laughs> yes. And know that both are really wonderful practices for everybody because everyone has both of these energies composing their body. And we can get into that another day, Nikki, but there'll be moments when you feel really out of balance and chaotic and you need stillness and there will be known in moments when you feel really stagnant and you need creativity and aliveness and love and you need dance. Yes. Oh, thank you. Mm. So if you're still listening, you've made it to the end of the podcast, which means you get to hear about our free gifts and presents <laughs> in the spirit of the holidays. Just kidding, you guys. Um, well, fuck it. Why not? In the spirit of the holidays, sure. Molly and I have a few things to share with you guys. So first thing um, I want to share with you all is that Molly and I will be hosting a free self-worship workshop. Oh, I'm so excited for this, Molly. Uh, self-worship has felt like such a present like thing in my life lately, probably because you and I are doing so much work together. <laughs> <laughs> and so Molly and I will be going live on Monday, Jan, I'm sorry, Monday, December 30th, 2019 at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Now this workshop has limited space as we'll be hosting it on Zoom. And so it's a first come first serve workshop. First to register, get first access to the workshop. Um, so before I give you details on how to register, Molly, is there anything else you want to share about the workshop? Um, for me, just it became really important to give new life to the concept of self-care. 
um, and that's where um, maybe somebody else in the world, maybe I saw it and subconsciously thought I thought of it, maybe some, maybe some angel gave it to me, I don't know, these words self-worship somehow came into my reality and they feel really, um, they feel like they access a level of this practice that just kind of, it just needed new life in it, so this is like self-care on on steroids. Like, <laughs> on steroids. On steroids. Steroids isn't like the greatest thing ever. Right. So I'm gonna like pretend that we're like injecting orgasms into self-care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Molly. When you you're the first person I ever saw in just in my field. Not to say someone else didn't speak it first. Um, to see this concept really show up again and again. Um, you guys, if you're not following Molly on Instagram, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Go ahead, follow the link in the show notes. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, this idea of self-worship, like care feels so like, okay, ma- mandatory, you got it like, you know, car care, you got to get your oil changed, you got to rotate your tires, like it feels like the bottom of the line, what needs to be done. And when you say self-worship, I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking queen and I'm worshiping myself. I see. It makes sense now. <laughs> so, I love that perspective. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I love and appreciate you for bringing this into my reality and we're so excited about it that we're doing this entire free workshop on it you will leave with practices with uh, modalities with a new a new outlook on self-care that's my projection so come join us if you want to there's a link in the show notes you can click that it will ask for your name and email and that is how you register if you are not registered then you're not on the list and so for full then you won't be able to get in so definitely go register there super easy will only take you a moment and we will see you monday january 30th you'll get a follow-up email with all the details on how to join us great december 30th thank you december 30th yes <laughs> this is not happening in january 30th guys it's december 30th <laughs> 2019 this workshop is happening in 2019 um yeah so That is one juicy little engagement we have going on. The other thing we have going on, which if you are in Minor Molly's field, you already know about our incredible baby that is coming into birth the week of January 7th, 2020. And that is the You, Me, and the Week. 12-week group empowerment and educational program. Oh, it's gonna be so delicious. You've probably heard me talk about it a million times. You can click the link in the show notes to go to the page for you and me in the we to get a bunch of the details on what this program is going to look like, what we're going to be talking about, all that stuff. And we want to offer you, yes, you listening right here, right now, a very unique and special offer if you decide to join us in this container. Mm. That is, if you're feeling curious, if you feel that little tingle in your belly, if you're like, hmm, I've been hearing about this, I feel kind of drawn, but I'm also kind of scared. If that's you, we want to talk to you. We want to get to know you. We want to feel you out a little bit, let you feel us out. And if you decide to join us in the program and you mentioned this podcast episode right here, we are going to give you a bonus. Nobody else has received this yet. And that is a two-on-one coaching session with Molly and I. So when you sign up for the program, you will also be receiving a free one-hour, two-on-one coaching session with Molly and I. So that's you, me, and Molly in a Zoom room, in a private Zoom room, with me and Molly 
absolutely laser focused and present with you on your, on your life. Um, so that's a little bonus we're throwing in. If anyone from this episode decides to join us, if you're curious about claiming that bonus, you can go ahead and email me at relationshipbadass at gmail.com and just write bonus in the subject line. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Molly, is there anything else you'd like to say about that? I just feel really excited about this circle. It's already full of some incredibly potent people mm. who I know are going to contribute so much and who I'm going to be humbled by and learn so much from. Um, and I would really, I would just want to hear from anybody who's curious at all. Uh, if you're a soulmate for the program, it will become evident. And even if we just get to connect and learn more about each other, um, that's also a be, win. <laughs> yeah, that's also a win. Um, I also just want to say thank you so much, Nikki, for having me back. It's always mm. such a pleasure and a privilege um, to bring the potency of these conversations to the public. And so thank you for um, mm. not only creating this channel, but allowing me to have a voice here. Yes. Oh, thank you, Molly, for that. Thank you. And you're welcome. <laughs> mm. I feel really welcome. <laughs> Yes. Great. So before we say goodbye to our beautiful listeners, um, I'll have all of this in the show notes, but can you just let people know where they can find you and muse about you and become obsessed with you, Molly? (laughs) Don't become obsessed with me. (laughs) Please. Um, (laughs) That like gives me anxiety, but (laughs) you can come hang out with me for sure. I want these attachment stylists. (laughs) It's actually anxious, but <laughs> that's funny. But um, yeah, I have a I have problems with uh, yeah. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> we won't go into my personal issues. Yeah. we might just unpack that after we stop recording. <laughs> yeah, um, so maybe we'll cut out this chunk and just say thank you Nikki for asking um you can find me at Molly Moonrise on Instagram or you can (laughs) um find me my website is rootbalancerise.com I'm in the process of like trying to be consistent on the YouTube channel but that's linked in my Instagram profile most of my writing oh great you have a YouTube channel now I didn't know that awesome yeah most of my writing um and my artwork is on Instagram so great at Molly Moonrise, that's the best place to find me. Slide in my DMs, say hello. Um, Great. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Mm, thank you so much for being here, Molly. Mm, 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 mm. Wow, that was delicious. <laughs> oh, just re-listening to that again, I'm feeling deep in my heart my personal appreciation for this work and the conversation around this work just feels so relevant and important in today's world. Mm, Now, if you have listened along and been intrigued or curious, my growth invitation for you is first to identify Which of these energies am I seeking to call into my life more? Am I seeking to embody more of? 
Is it this divine feminine essence or this divine masculine essence? Once you ask, answer that question for yourself, my invitation to you is to take whichever practice aligns with the energy you are wanting to call in more of and to go commit. Make that a daily practice. Molly shared one for both embodying divine femininity and embodying divine masculinity. So make a commitment. Commit for the rest of 2019. That's only a few days if you're listening to this when I release the episode. So my growth invitation to you is to commit to a daily embodiment practice and just notice how you feel after those five, six, seven days that you commit. Now, of course, my other growth invitation to you is to go ahead, click that link in the show notes and register to join Molly and I for our completely free workshop on self-worship. In this workshop, you are going to learn how to transform what is known as self-care into what Molly and I like to call self-worship. Thank you, Molly, for that reframe. We're going to leave you, we're actually going to teach you a practice that you can take and walk away with and use in your regular life in order to begin the practice of worshiping the altar that is you. So we want you in there if you feel called to the workshop. Of course, it's worth mentioning that if you love this idea and this play around self-worship, that the entire first month of You, Me, and We is focused on the self, and we have an entire week centered around self-worship. So that's a great place to go deeper there. Now, if you're joining us for the workshop, go ahead and register ASAP. We have limited spots. I believe it's 25 spots that I can host on my Zoom. So spots are limited. Get in there first come, first serve. And of course, if you are curious about our baby, our program, this experience, you, me, and the we, then we want to talk to you. If you are a soulmate for the program, we will work with you to get you in there. Trust that. So if you're feeling called to the program in any way, you can click the link in the show notes just to read more information. From that page, you can actually schedule a free 30-minute video call with myself or Molly. And if you're feeling curious, you can simply write an email to relationshipbadass.com. You can say you, me, and we in the subject line or say bonus if you would like to claim that bonus offer of receiving a free two-on-one coaching session with me and Molly completely present and dropped in with you for an entire hour. That is over a $200 value that you get free when you mention this podcast and register to join us on this 12-week journey. So... I cannot wait to meet you and hold you and celebrate with you and honor you in this container. Mm, It's going to be so good. So my lovelies, this will be the last time we connect before 2020. So I invite you to create a little ritual and get intentional as we call in this new year. Get your journal Get yourself a little space, light some candles, some sage sticks, some incense, whatever speaks to your soul and drops you into that space of self and ask yourself, 
what do I want to call in for 2020? What are my commitments for 2020? And what do I want to release for 2020? Mm, It was two years ago that I began doing a very intentional self-ceremony every year around the new year. And I, I would never enter a new year without doing it again. It's like this moment of, yeah, how I show up in this next year of my life is important enough that I'm going to take 30 minutes, an hour, and and make a ritual around it and put some intention and, and sacredness around this experience. So if that feels appealing to you, I invite you in. And I love you each dearly. Thank you so much for showing up here and saying yes to growth and saying yes to being challenged a little bit saying yes to a new way of relating and understanding i see you i see you showing up and i honor you deeply Mm. love you and i will catch you brave beautiful soul in the next